legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Welcome to the second in a three-part series. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read this transcript of my podcast at dreamwalker1960.com. Also, you do not need to download Podbean if you wish to listen. You can use Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music or Audible, Google Podcast or Apple Podcast, as well as Pandora, Spotify, and Player FM. All you need to do is look for, in the search engine, Dreamwalker1960. Last week we discussed the ruins of buildings in both the past and the future. There are other ruins that exist in this world. Ruins that we see daily. Yet few, if any, truly acknowledge them or their existence. These ruins are those that once knew salvation and have strayed from the word of God for their own versions of the Bible, which makes them happy. But they do not consider God's happiness which is that they live forever, an eternal structure made by the hand of God himself. God wishes these ruins to be rebuilt, to be made whole once more, but they need a starting point from where to lay down the foundation. Yes, their foundation is Jesus Christ himself. However, doesn't he provide a starting point? Jesus himself identifies what he said as the greatest of the commandments. Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees with his reply, they met him together to question him again. One of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. I want to look at the King James Version of the second of these commandments. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. As breaks down into which how that is in that manner. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. As thyself in the Strong's Concordance breaks down to according to such as in comparison. The implication here is we are to view our neighbors in a way that would make them greater. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. When we think of what we want, that is what we should make possible for our neighbors. Does this mean surrendering all? No. However, you should judge your own lives against those you should be helping. Those that seek to be greater should be a servant to the rest. Matthew chapter 20 verses 25 through 28. But Jesus called them unto him and said, 
ye know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus Christ is the greatest, yet he made himself not only our servant, but our sacrifice. That is why he said that if someone sacrifices themselves for another, is something we should seek if that is what is required of us. 1 John 3.16 So to treat our neighbors as we wish to be treated, we must be humble. This humility should also be reflected in how we live our lives. Once we have a surplus, that which is extra should be given away. To those in the body of Christ first, then to those in need outside of the body, second. This is how someone rebuilds the ruins that most have made of their lives, most without even being aware that they are ruins. Another way of rebuilding the ruins of a life is by ending sin. Many live in and accept sin within their lives that they love and value more than God himself. Now here, there will be those that scoff at this, some may not even realize that they are doing this. This is the greatest flaw in humanity itself. This is seen in the way the Bible is written. The letters that formed the New Testament were written to people that had become saved. They had become followers of Jesus Christ. They had turned their backs upon sin. Yet as you read these letters, a recurrent theme appears. To have self-control to remain true to the laws of Moses, to be repentant, to end sin. Were not these people these letters were written for saved? Yes, they were. Then why were they still requiring to live with these demands upon their lives? Because they were, as we are, in corruption. Our nature, due to this corruption, is to focus upon ourselves, not God. This is the entire problem. This is why we are to study upon the Bible and to learn how to change our lives, to attempt to be the best of our ability, to end sin within our lives with the help of the Holy Spirit, especially those sins which will not allow us entry into our eternal service unto God through his Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Avoid worthless, foolish talk that only leads to more godless behavior. This is the kind of talk that spreads like a cancer in the case of Hymenaeus and Philidius. They have left the path of truth, claiming that the resurrection of the dead has already occurred. In this way, they have turned some people away from the faith. But the God's truth stands firm like a foundation stone with this inscription, The Lord knows those who are His, and all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil. Work hard 
so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Isaiah 52.11 Get out, get out and leave your captivity, for everything you touch is unclean. Get out of there and purify yourselves, you who carry home the sacred objects of the Lord. Ending sin in our lives and helping others is a job which requires our diligent attention. For are we not sacred objects, a temple unto God due to the Holy Spirit? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6-15 through 15. I planted the seed in your hearts, and Apollos watered it. But it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. The one who plants and the one who waters works together with the same purpose, and both will be, will be rewarded in their own works. For we are both God's workers, and you are God's field. You are God's building. Because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. But others are building upon it. But whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Anyone who builds that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewelry, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. These verses show that those teaching the scripture must teach them accurately, or they will themselves will suffer if they have taught people inaccurately. This shows that people can be taught a false gospel, even by those that were once shown to be true to God, but have turned away from a true gospel as witnessed in 2 Timothy 2.17 mentioned earlier. It also shows that those that do turn away will suffer the consequences for teaching lessons that are pleasing to the ears of the listener and does not make them feel the need to end their sins. Thus, going back to the earlier point of placing others before ourselves. When seeking to make sure that others are heading into a righteous life, doing so in such a manner that it causes them to know the true way into salvation, then how to grow as true followers of Jesus Christ, those that do this are placing those seeking after God before themselves, helping people to truly seek after an eternal life that is filled with more opportunities than people know or even realize. But to get back on the main track, let us look more closely at 1 Corinthians 3.12 in the King James Version. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, we need to establish one key point in the New Living Translation. The word jewels is used. 
In the King James Version, it is precious stones. This is actually in reference to marbles, alabasters, or granite. Not jewels, but materials used in building extravagant structures. Now, when building the structures of our belief and faith in God, not only do the teachers of the Bible have a part in the building, the people themselves have a part. When building upon the foundation that Jesus gave us when we accepted him as our Savior, we all build each layer of our structure through what and how we learn about everything within the Christian belief and teachings. We all have all the layers mentioned in the verse from 1 Corinthians. Some have more than others of various elements. Then, when the time comes that we must face the moment God passes judgment upon us through the fiery trial, how will the structure hold up and show where we stand in our salvation? Will it hold together enough to show that we have used our self-control and understanding of the Bible well enough to be seen as worthy to wear the white robes of salvation and righteousness? That is up to every person to decide and contemplate for themselves. Thus the need for self-control and self-examination. But to do this, we must know what it is we are to compare ourselves to. This is done through thoroughly studying the Bible and coming to understand the true and accurate teachings within it. This is done by learning the true meanings of the words as they were written nearly 2,000 years ago, which can only be accomplished with study aids like that of the Strong's Concordance and the Theological Dictionary of the Old and New Testaments. Note, I did not mention commentaries, even though I have used some myself. Without true understanding, how can anyone know for sure what it is that makes the teachings of Jesus Christ what it, it is he wishes for us to know, learn, and practice in everyday lives? It is by not following the true teachings of the Bible that there are human ruins throughout the world as these words are written down and recorded. They are ruins because they listen to that which makes wood, hay, and stubble. All things that will burn away easily, leaving a weak structure that will falter and fall in the firing test promised to us at the time of our judgment. The only person that can fix these ruins are the people that have turned themselves into these ruins by acknowledging they do not truly know the Bible on their own not taking the words of others, even myself, but taking responsibility for their own lives, then learning to become closer to Jesus Christ and thus closer to God. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams I got lost in the light but it was up to me To make a name the world remembers But Jesus is the only name to remember